Welcome to the Foul Original Podcast, where we take a foul look at professional wrestling. This is episode number seven of the Hat Tape Roundtable, NXT UK Coventry Tapings, February 2019, recorded on February the 24th, 2019, featuring the original Chin Man and Juan Boy. Big thanks for their input and make sure you check them all out. Plus a special thank you for joining me at that stellar event. The show begins after some important messages from some friends of the Foul Original Show. So what happened after the Attitude Era? That's right, that's right. I When the war was over and the dust settled, what really happened? Hey, come on, Kane, honestly. Who can blame her? Look at you. Who could realistically love a burnt-up freak like you? What do we make of this time period? What's it? What's it? What's it? What's Only two guys will have the answers. Yeah, I want that golden thong. And I was like, hey. if I want to be a tattooed fire breathing dragon, then that's all right by you. And it all culminates to this the granddaddy of them all. Ruthless aggression! Make sure to tune into the Ruthless Aggression Podcast, starring me, myself, Levi, and my good buddy Kyle. Find us on anchor.fm forward slash Ruthless Pod and anywhere you can find your podcast. with me foul original here on i've still got that audio that's too loud that's too loud actually i don't even think it's playing from there i think it's just playing from in my head now let's stop that anyway welcome to another foul original with me foul original here on the what is it it's it's sunday is it sunday actually i've just realized something yeah if you guys are still listening in there at the moment i oh, know we are live we are live oh god been a fun day been too drunk yesterday so um anyway today uh hot take roundtable episode number seven we're talking about nxt uk tapings that happened yesterday in coventry i've got two gentlemen who joined me for that show um and i'd like to intro them so if you'd like to unmute your mics and uh intro yourself to the audience you've got 15 seconds let's start with the original chin man We cannot hear you. Can we hear you? Yes, there we go. There we are. There we are. All right. So, so yeah. My mic wasn't working. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Let, let's start with the original Chin Man. Um, intro yourself. Let them know um, what you do, where we can find you. Um, go for it, man. I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just work at a council. <laughs> IT. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really do anything in wrestling inside, like um, Foul um, or uh, One Boy, but um, 
If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's the original Chin Man. I just post memes most of the time, so <laughs> if you like that stuff. <laughs> So thank you, thank you, Chin yeah, Man. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Chin Man. Um, we're going to take this over to Juan Boy. So intro yourself, my friend. Yeah, hello. I am Juan Boy, aka Ian Lopez, with a silent V. Uh, I don't do anything on YouTube. However, I do tweet whenever I watch the live events. Whenever I'm watching WWE pay per views. Uh, don't have many followers, so give it a follow. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, and yes, uh, Juan Boy and Original Chin Man joined me last last evening, yesterday evening, for the show. Who's in the chat? Brian Walsh. Afternoon. How you doing? And Ansi Center. Thank you for joining us, uh, Anshi. Anshi. Uh, so as uh, so yeah, it's um, it's it was a really good show. Um, I haven't been to an NXT show for. For, I haven't been to an NXT show actually British wrestling wise Brian Walsh is a big fan of British world, uh, wrestling and he um, goes to a lot of it himself um, this was a really good show because it was we're going to talk about deceptive practices on how it's going to look on TV but um, it it was really like intimate it was an intimate event uh, there were <laughs> it was an intimate event and there was it, it seemed <laughs> oh we got there the way Walter looked at me oh yeah yeah like we were we were like even though we were kind of up in the cheap seats we were actually like really close to the action and it was a really really good atmosphere but what we're going to do um to kind of work the format in this show um we're going to go through the matches i'm going to get the chat working we're going to go through the matches one by one we saw some dark matches um and we saw some really cool stuff and also from that event when i get chance um, we've got a giveaway from that event which um, i'll be talking about in the weekly wrestling recap later on um because i done bought some merch and i don't want to give it to you guys geez geez guys now um anyway first match of the night was um and it was a dark match and it was um, Ilya Dragunov versus Ashton Smith from the Midlands um and this was a dark match uh and I, I, for, for a start for the night, we got in there at six o'clock drunk. And like by half seven, when this match started, um, it was, it was good. It was a good start to the match. So let's, uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with one boy, one boy even. Um, what did you think of this match? What did you think of Ilya Dragunov and uh, Ashton Smith? I think the biggest shock I had was the fact that the um, so-called hometown hero Got booed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, get, tell us more about that because where's Ilya, Ilya Dragunov from? Well, it was a very Russian gimmick. It was. Um, oh, I will admit, I stood up and started singing the Russian anthem at one point. So, you know, I'm just as much to blame. I did not root for the hometown hero at all. No, I did because Dragunov was too good. Um, uh, Chipman, what, what did you think of this? Because obviously, as you said, you you tend to watch like um, some of the big major events. But what did you think as someone who who didn't really know the gimmicks? What did you think of this? Like, who were you rooting for? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was um, Ashton actually when he when he came out. I I, I root for him. Um, I didn't like Dragunov, but I just just wasn't. Wasn't into like following that poor person. I just thought Ashton was the you know the guy. I was hoping it was going to happen, but <laughs> clearly didn't. <laughs> it was it was really weird because like I I'm I'm a really big fan of like Walter's guys. Like I'm a really big fan of Walter's guys, and this felt like one of sorry Walter's guys. And 
he was he was amazing out there yeah hard hitting even ashton like there were points during the match when they were trying to get the uh like the hope spot and they were doing the clap and people weren't clapping for ashton they were clapping for for dragunov because he was so amazing uh now uh, this was just a dark match so this was just this was as they called an exclusive match for us um and and it was it was really good i um i was very impressed uh the 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 winner from the match as i said this is going to be spoilerific the whole night um the winner from that match was Ilya dragunov the 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 russian one well the russian gimmick one um so that was a dark match as a beginning as the first match to the night uh what did you guys think either of you jump in what what did you guys think of that as like opening match i think it's a really weird one for a star you usually yeah. you know, if you have a dark match to start the night off you tend to start with a big baby face win but this is more a case of the heel that everyone looked managed to get away with one it was a really it's a really bizarre one yeah i don't yeah, know yeah, I they, that, weren't, yeah. they weren't expecting that reaction for dragonov and it kind of changed a bit on the fly but I, yeah, yeah definitely I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I don't think anyone thought that this was going to be Ashton Smith getting booed at the building. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so so that was our dark match of the night. Um, so uh, moving on to that, we had actually the guy who was doing um, the, like, the announcing, like the emceeing, the ring comparing. He was really, really good. Like he kept the night flowing. Um, at the end of the day, the whole show that we saw was about um, two and a half two and a half to three and a half hours um and it flew it flew by so um yeah yeah and um we're gonna take it to the next so then we had the beginning of the actual episode of nxt taping so we had the um uk gm johnny saint um announcing that pete dunn will be defending the wwe uk championship at nxt takeover new york over mania weekend um we uh, we had uh, had him come out and the meme which is of all memes now when it comes to wrestlers wanting another wrestler he just came out and said give me walter and um i i was give me walter uh it was it was great i love pete dunn and the second he came out bruiserweight chants all through the building his t-shirt sold out on the merch stand um so i'm gonna sort of ask you guys now like i mean we've got this match we know that now it is nxt takeover new york um what volta facing off against pete dunn what do you think of this match and do you think that it deserves to be at nxt takeover um let's start with juan boy Ooh, it definitely deserves to be there. Um, it, I imagine it would be um, a really good kickoff match for it. Not like not the pre-show kickoff, but to kick off the actual main, the main main show. I think mm. if that if they start off with that, it will be a huge way to promote NXT UK because as much as it was fun at the event yesterday, the real there was a whole half of the arena that was empty. <laughs> Yes. So yeah. I think, yeah, kick, yeah. kick it off, get it, get it going, get some momentum, and there's another better pair than Walter and good old PT boy done. 
Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you that actually because it was really weird at the um, at the. It is a great shame that it's not happening in it's taking place outside the UK, Brian. But also, if you think about it, it's amazing that Volt is actually going to wrestle in New York when he specifically said that he wanted to remain within the European like kind of sphere. That's really interesting that he'd take that chance to go out there. He wants to be part of Mania Weekend, but um, looking across like the whole of the arena, it was weird because. At the bar, I've been to that arena, to the Ice Arena for TNA, and I saw TNA back in like like two thousand six, seven or something. Whenever I went and saw him, and I remember like we were walking through where Dixie Carter stood there and held the TNA Championship at one point, and it was empty on the floor, and the whole of the other side was like blacked off, and it, where we were sitting, we just had half the arena. So on TV, I'm going to be very. Im- Kind of like I wonder what it's going to look like. I'm in, I'm intrigued as to how it looks like, but it was um, it was it was weird because it felt undersold. Like, what did you two guys actually think of that? Like, because on TV it's not going to look like that. So, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Do you think that they've got the momentum to keep moving on a you know on a tour? There was three thousand seats there. Didn't sell them all. Nah, definitely sold about half. And the thing is, the camera work, I noticed, they're always on that one side, which was towards us, never on that other yeah. side. So Keep it on the hard TV, camera, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to take us to the next, uh, next segment that happened on the evening. So um, we then had, we then had Tyler Bate, big shot boy, facing off against James Drake. <laughs> now... I bloody <laughs> loved this match. This match set yeah. the tone for the rest of the night. Now, do either one of you two gentlemen want to tell us what happened during that match? Because I think that that's going to be burned in all of our memories for a long, long time. I think I think we started yeah. something in Coventry. So, um, so, so, so yeah, like, t- t- tell us like about Tolibate versus James Drake. Either of you, give me give me a little rundown if you can remember. Well. <laughs> it, it, it started off just the very traditional big strong boy chants. Big strong boy, big strong boy, big strong boy. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly kind of descended. I think someone near the front must have noticed um, James Drake had a um, uh, his own portrait <laughs> on his um, rear end. And quite quickly it started the whole chant of you've got your own faith on your uh, <laughs> it just seemed and it just seemed to be a running gag that did not stop the entire night yeah that was a great chat though <laughs> so so yeah so James Drake has a picture of his own face on his ass. so everyone started that chat the chant evolved over the night as well <laughs> like it did it um uh, it was a fad. Oh, so Brian, uh, tickets—the uh, tickets that we bought were about twenty-five um, where we were seated. But actually, further on down um, in the kind of golden circle, they were like seventy-five to one hundred quid. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, which paid seventy-five pound just to uh, notice and chant about an arse. It's some money oh, well spent, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
true. It's true. I would. I would have. I would have uh, given up the extra beans to go and look at his beans. Like that would have been fine. Uh, uh, who's Who's that in the chat? Morning there. Morning there. Connor's live reactions. Jayhawk reactions. Hey there. Um, now, uh, yeah. So it was. It was a really good match. So yeah, as the match went on, it was James Drake, half of the grizzled young veterans tag team champions in NXT UK, facing off against Big Show Boy Tyler Bate. Um, a half of a mustache. Well, a third slice of mustache mountain um it was an amazing match and if you yeah if you've never seen this is going to be one of the matches that will be on the taping um actually chin man let's let's see what you have to think because the reason i asked this is because like me and juan boy tend to watch a lot of the stuff on the network yeah um and i want to kind of get your opinion so i know you've seen tyler bait matches before but if that was like your first match of nxt uk would you be hooked would you be sold Oh yeah, like since going to that, like I want to watch more now. Like that was that night was absolutely amazing. Absolutely loved it. The atmosphere and then the fact that like that fight, like that that match, she just set the tone for the entire night. It was just a great way. Like all the chance and everything, I just absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. Um, it was it was just such a, and it was such a good atmosphere and it's so inclusive within a UK crowd. Like I've been to WWE shows and this is nothing like that because this is just a British show with a much higher production value. Um, and <laughs> yeah, um, well, 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 technically, um, and there's a lot for <laughs> uh, Brian Walsh. That's a lot for a UK show. Normally, I'd pay ten to twenty to see the same wrestlers on the Indies, and this is something where NXT UK is having problems because the tickets that we had, I think they were easy to sell. The tickets at the front, they weren't so easy because, yeah, why are you paying that much to see Ashton Smith? I mean, Dragunov, yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because, I mean, just saying to you guys, like, what would you, would you pay 70? I mean, if you hadn't been to it before, would you be like, okay, that's fine, 75 quid? Because, for example, and I'm going to I'm gonna use this as an example, uh, Chiman and Juan Boy are going to go and see Russell Howard, yeah? Now, pl- ticket prices for that, like, that's going to be roughly ballpark, like, 50, 60 quid, maybe a bit more. Yeah, you kind of expect that, but you don't expect that of yeah. wrestling. Um, so do you guys think that comparably you'd be paying that much to go and see a wrestling show normally uh, I would say it really depends who's there hmm? do you know what the card's like especially if there's someone you really want to see say Palpatine Dream was just there for some reason oh. definitely oh. <laughs> <laughs> like why, why? No, but that's it. You go for the names. You don't necessarily go for the brand. Um, and we didn't know what the card was going into it. And it was a lot of guesswork. And it was a bit like, oh, maybe they might turn up. Maybe they might turn up. But we were just kind of paying the, like playing a lottery. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, but but it's but again, I think it was a good show. Um, and, and that match in particular, um, I believe the winner was Tyler Bate, wasn't it? Wasn't it Tyler Bate? Uh, it was, yes. yes. Yes, it was, yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, so Tyler Bate won that match. Um, me and Juan Boy got ourselves some Mustache Mountain t-shirts. Adult large, that's right, adult largest. <laughs> American largest <laughs> equal. American large. An American large it's equals a double UK. XL on me. Yep, yeah, yeah, I'm wearing it as a night shirt after this. Like uh, I've put it in the put it in the wash because it's too sweaty. Um, now, next up, another another match which started another chat of the evening. My favourite chat of the evening. Well, second, well, on par uh, was Jordan Devlin facing off against <laughs> Dan Malone. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, the reason we're laughing so hard is because of what happened. Um, and I'm gonna, I'll take a chin, man. Chin, man, what happened? What happened? Oh, <laughs> uh, great British fans made a brilliant chant. <laughs> That's all that happened. Is it a chant? I'll call it a chant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so during during that match, um, Jordan Devlin was out there, and we like we're we're, we're all right to say the word shit. So I'm gonna say it. So we started a chant. Well, a chant was started, which was "You're just a shit thin baller," which you know it's true. Um, but we are, <laughs> he's not. He's much more. You can never that. step he's... out them shadows. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he's more Nathan... like a thin baller. <laughs> Exactly, and he's 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 good. You know, but on his own, he's really good. The match he had at NXT UK Takeover was fantastic. Um, Nathan Wallace, he is the Irish ace. Um, but he was facing off against this guy, uh, Dan Maloney. Now, Dan Maloney is is local, and of course, again, he's supposed to be the face. So you got Dad out there. People started chanting Dan, as you would. So it was just, and I'm just gonna stand back for the mic a bit. Dan, 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 Dan. <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure if this was like the entire arena or if it was just our section <laughs> but it, well i think they started I, off with the arena but our section carried it on all night i think it kind of it was um probably the loud from our section it was just it was i can't even say it was a chant it's just unlike the guy early on in the he kind of became the local hero became exactly that he was the local hero and like every time he got knocked down by every time he got knocked down we just heard dan are you right dan come on dan there was there was so many cool chants during that evening that one was one of my favorites i know at one point it evolved into dan xt dan xt dan xt XT. It was, it was such. It was so good. Uh, Dan Maloney. And then at one point, someone said, "Why is Dan's surname? None of us knew someone was Maloney." It's like oh, yeah. no one even knew his name. It was just Dan. It didn't matter. He's taken over Kevin Owens' new gimmick of being, "Oh, I'm just a casual guy. I'm just Kevin Owens." It's just Dan. It's all that matters. It's just Dan. It's not just Dan. Just Dan. Just the man. Like just Joe, who was in WWE during early 2000s. Just Dan. Not so desperate, Dan. Just Dan. Just Dan. <laughs> Divinely Dan. Uh, so that was, uh, yeah, that was Dan Maloney facing off against Jordan Devlin. Um, I think Jordan Devlin won. I think. It was, um, yeah, Devlin got the win in the end, much to the yeah. um, heartbreak of our section of the crowd. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, we started, we were unhappy about this, obviously, Dan losing. So, I'm yeah. pretty sure I chant started not long after the free count of just just going that was two that was yeah, two yeah. That, that was two, two. that was two <laughs> I, I remember shouting you can't count you can't count like because that's not fair it's not fair dan deserves so much more from us <laughs> we let dan down we let dan down yeah dan, dan's there somewhere in the midlands now probably eating a curry unhappy about everything but he got over like i mean there must have been so many people that like and then the comp here came out the mc guy he kept going oh those guys are the best love your chance you guys are the best i don't trust them when they say you're the best crowd ever because they say that to every crowd yeah yeah, it's it's a serial thing. Like I don't believe it. Like it, everyone's the best crowd, but I think that we were the best crowd. Uh, anyway, we now have next segment coming up, which was 
Cassius Ono, who I forgot was in NXT UK when I saw him turn up. Why? Like, yeah, exactly. Why is he here? Um, and I, he, love, I love Chris. I hate Cassius Ono. This is what Homeboy was saying during the night. He okay. Why do you, why do you hate Cassius Ono? Explain why you hate Cassius Ono. Because <laughs> he has became what for about a year. Ty Dillinger was in NXT. And I think Austin Aries became it for a little bit in NXT of, oh, there's a new guy. Let him beat Cassius. And it's just, oh, it's just such a shame. It is. <laughs> it's just such a shame. Such a waste. <laughs> such a waste. But you look at Cesaro and then you look at Ono and then you just think that they're not even the same person. Like, they're not even, they didn't even yeah. come from the same place. They were the kings of wrestling, goddammit. Yeah, um, they had their reunion and house show and it was like oh great this might be something new and then Big Show joined the bar and I was like well oh. <laughs> yeah well yeah. that's the thing Cassius, Cassius Ono was meant to be at one point a member of the original Shield um, put forward by CM Punk and it was supposed to be Ono in there um, that would have been sweet I think it was supposed to be him instead of Roman Reigns but you know oh Reigns Vince <laughs> Vince we're on Roman damn it Come on, I love a Samoan. Now, uh, uh, oh, hi there, Rob Van Dorst, how are you doing? And Nathan Wallace, baby. Um, so anyway, he Cassius Ono comes out and he's cutting a promo talking about insincere stuff. And he says, you know, people don't believe it. And then he pulls his phone out and starts reading an apology word for word off his phone. Um, really, really amazing little heel manoeuvre. Um, and he's talking about Ashton Smith and how... He's apologising to him about something. Oh, I can't remember. He went back. People started chanting things at him about eating pies, etc. You know the score. Uh, but we then we then went yes, into... the classic British chant. It's a, who ate all the pies? Who ate all the pies? Cassius Ono, Cassius Ono, Cassius Ono ate all the pies. But it, Yeah, it was... that's exactly what they said. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no swear words were involved. <laughs> No swear no, words no. at all. Keep it clean. <laughs> yeah. keeping, it, keeping it classic. No, PG country. <laughs> this is a Christian show in a Christian country. Now, uh, we uh, so, <laughs> Rhea Ripley, <laughs> family show, family country. Uh, but uh, Rhea Ripley um, faced, um, came out next, facing off against Z uh, Zia Brookside, daughter of Robbie Brookside. Um, Zia uh, Brookside is, yeah, I think she's 19, 18, 19 years old. Um, I'm going to check that in a second. But um, they had a match pretty strong style match actually Rhea Ripley coming out and killing Zia Brookside um, winning and taking picking up the win um, after the match uh, Rhea Ripley cut a promo about being the most dominant woman in NXT at that point we had I would believe that this is the actual uh, debut of Piper from well, World of Sport uh, an amazingly uh, sorry Viper even but as Viper Niven um one of the most interesting wrestlers. Um, she has kind of vibes of Nia Jax and Awesome Kong. Like, she's a big wrestler, but she's still quite athletic. Um, and she doesn't botch as much as Nia Jax. But um, she made a debut <laughs> and she came out to the ring to face off against Ripley. She seems to have lost loads and loads of weight um, in that time between World of Sport and now. And she also... Um, I believe um, herself and Kaylee Ray, who we'll see later on in the evening, um, have been signed. I have to poach them away from joining AEW. Um, now, what did you guys think of uh, Zia Brookside? Because I don't. Well, what did you two think of Zia Brookside? I don't think um, either of you've seen her before. No. 
No, I've never heard of it. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, what did you think of it? Just first, because obviously facing up against Ripley, um, what did you guys think? She was um, very impressive. Like when she first came out, and uh, yeah. the chant started of Rhea's going to kill you, which mm. is exactly what I thought it was going to be. I honestly thought it was going to be a squash match. It's a young talent that's just kind of been sacrificed to this star <laughs> in the company. You know, it's, I thought it was going to be another James Ellsworth, Braun Strowman kind of. <laughs> you know, she's got two two hands. She's got a fighting chance, right? <laughs> and then she actually did. Um, she did very well. Yeah, yeah. she did. It's quite a good match. It's, there was a little bit of back and forth before um, Rhea eventually took control and did what Rhea does, which yeah. is kill. It kill is kill people. Um, but I was very impressed with her performance. To be fair, it was surprising. Yeah, and I mean the, yeah, the other. Good. The other thing I was going to ask you guys at that age. Yeah. Wait, did you think that she was that young, or did you think? Because I mean, Rhea Ripley's only twenty-three. So, um, what did you guys think of that? Like, just the, the, like the skill at that age, like to be doing what she's doing. Yeah, I, I was really surprised when I found out she was. Uh, was it nineteen? Was it? I believe nineteen. So. I think yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised to see that. And well, it puts me to, uh, me and Juan in shame. <laughs> really, twenty one. Yeah. Look at what we do. Well, she's twenty now. She's twenty now. She's twenty. Uh, she's she's born in ninety eight. Sixteenth of October. So she's twenty. Oh, she's twenty. Yeah. It's still really surprising. I just you know just don't see how. Like you could go at like a young age and go, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, yeah. Especially like if you're from like a, a wrestling family like Paige was, and it makes a bit of sense, but. It's just really surprising, and I'm sure she, she's brilliant to watch as well. So, but I say she started training or started wrestling at 13, if I remember yeah. correctly. And I'm gonna check. She so she's she might have even been younger than that, you know, because her father Robbie Brookside is a trainer for NXT UK. So it's a very similar page story. She's probably been wrestling oh, okay. from a lot younger than that. Okay, okay, that makes sense. But like, it's just. It's so weird, like, when I was a kid, I used to do wrestling on the trampoline. I just believed I was going to be a superstar, like. And yeah, there yeah. she is, an actual ring at the age of nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out there killing it as well. Um, she's, yeah, killing it. Yeah, she's, she's an amazing wrestler, um, and she's got a long way to go, and that's the thing. Um, she's, not, she's not done yet. She's not even begun. Um, she came into the Mae Young Classic, uh, I think it was last year, and since that point, there's, there's, there's so much more for her to do uh, and I'm really excited to see what she has to bring to the front but um, but yeah it was a really good match we got to see Piper come out sorry Viper even come out um, and she was great she she put, cut a really cool promo um, and she it looks like there's going to be some kind of angle happening with her and Rhea Ripley and I would love to see those matches next up we had uh, Mark okay so this one yeah now this is I think this isn't legit, but we'll see what uh, see what the, the rest of the panel have to think. So, oh yeah, yeah. So we had yeah. Mark Mark Andrews versus Noam Dar, um, and it ended in a so pretty good match. Mark Andrews came out all happy. A chant started within that, which was eh. 
So everyone became uh, Waluigi <laughs> um, and Wario um, as Noam Dar made noises. And there was one point actually during the match where there was, an, and I hope that this is on TV and I hope that it comes across, but um, there was a point when they were chopping each other and every time Mark Andrews did it, they were like, yeah, Noam Dar. And yeah, and it was great. And I think we started, our section started that. Um, now, the match ended with um, both of them kind of hitting a drop kick against each other. And the referee throwing up the X, uh, for those of you who don't know, actually, that's not the DX theme show. Degeneration X. So if you throw up the X, for those of you that don't know, it normally means that something legitimately bad has happened. And that's a signal to the back to let them know in production to maybe like zip away from it or to actually bring out real medics. Um, so the X was thrown whoa, up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa! Keep the kayfabe alive, please. <laughs> Let the mem- leave the memories <laughs> alone. Implying the me- fake ones. They're what are you leave- doing? Leave the memories alone. Like it's—I uh, don't know if you got that <laughs> reference. But yeah, so, so, so yeah, no, there are real. Of course, everything's a real. A lot of British wrestlers, Brian Wall, started at twelve and thirteen years of age. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I said she started about thirteen, probably younger. Um. Now it is, and this is like meta. If this isn't legit, this is like meta as hell because a part of the NXT UK wrestlers being allowed to wrestle at events is that an actual paramedic from St. John's Ambulance has to be present. So we saw the dude turn up with his backpack running down there um, and they put both men out on a stretcher. Now I'm going to say this and I hope that it's on TV. I started an NHS chant. No one, no one helped. <laughs> No, I'd help. <laughs> Actually, one boy tried to stop me, yeah. Like, and I was yeah, like, so we... why? I was like, why? Because uh, we want NXT UK to expand into America. <laughs> as soon as they start hearing about NHS, they'll get confused. They, they won't want it. They won't want it. It's true. It's true. It's true. National health doesn't work all the way around the world. There was uh, there was someone actually. I got some giggles from to the right of me. They were happy, um, <laughs> but but I think they were playing it as legit. I don't believe that that was a legitimate injury. Both men getting taken out stretcher. At the end, they both put the thumbs up and there was like, it was clapping. And then the MC came out and said, thank you. You know, there's a lot of respect there. I don't believe it. Yeah, I think that this is to save them for a match later on. Um, but yeah, I'm going to ask, did you guys think it was legit? And did you no. think it was real? I don't think it was legit at all. There's a part of me that thinks it might be legit. On the okay. main theory of, as great as these two are, a double injury and... I feel as though if they were going to do it, they'd use it on some like bigger names to keep a feud going. Mm. I do agree with you there, because it is like just two That's random names. Yeah, it's just like... I haven't watched much NXT UK, so I may be a bit ignorant here, and I may missed a bit of the feud or something and this has actually became a big thing but I just don't see them doing it for this kind of out of the blue like this there is a part of me that thinks it could be legit I think like Mark Andrews did have a bit of a knock going into the match if I read correctly mm. yeah she may have aggravated no I'm dying it could, it could be a brilliant coincidence it could be I could be being worked. I could be an absolute mark, and I could be getting worked here. I, 
Yeah, but that's it. No, but you know what? At the same time, that's great because we're having this conversation about this being real or not real. That means that they did their job. If it was real, then then it was real. But if it wasn't real, then what's happened in wrestling, that suspension of disbelief and the end game, which is to make you wonder what happened, if it was real or not, then it worked. Um yeah, I mean, just having that reaction to it, I think that we'll we'll find out soon enough. And I'll be talking about it in the weekly wrestling recap tonight. Um, but NXT, especially with like the Velveteen Dream thing that happened recently, they are really. I I know Brian. I know they're not random names. I know they're not random names. I know that Mark Andrew is a big deal, and so is Noam Dar. But I mean, within NXT UK, it seems like a bit of a weird thing to put on. Um, it not happening anywhere else and it was just a very strange thing i think we'll see how it comes across on tv i think that's how we'll have to see because a lot of these things that might have just been just for us but it's all over the internet that these are potentially legitimate injuries so we'll find out we'll find out later on um now um we then had uh wwe uk champion pete dunn the bruiserweight and volta um in their title match signing uh so we had table set up in the ring johnny saint and his guy came out i don't know his guy his name something i don't know scala or something he came out sid scala i'm sure it's like sid scala he came out with him and um they were doing they were doing the title signing for nxt takeovers new york show um pete dunn came out uh and everyone loves walter so we all hummed along with his tune and when he came out he said nothing he let pete dunn speak but then he did speak uh and he said he wants the match and he can't wait and he's gonna take him down and he's gonna he could put him through the table if he wanted to but interesting note table didn't break um what do you guys think of contract signings and like the table not breaking because we literally went into it with who do you think is going to go through the table <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we all started taking bets i yeah. think i predicted johnny saint to go through i was just <laughs> in hope more than anything but... <laughs> that man has a family like uh <laughs> Um, what, what, yeah, what do you guys think of contract signings? Because they always tend to be like, there's a formula to them. Two guys come out, one of them goes through the table after they've signed it, and then name drop the name of the pay per view. Um, what do you, what, what do you guys think of this particular one? And do you think it was a good idea that neither man went through the table? Yeah, I, I like that they are holding back on actually having them fight. Like I remember at NXT, um, the UK takeover after Pete Dunne's match, Walter came out. I think I was yeah. I was watching it with Chin Man, and I turned to him and went, "Wait for the chop, wait oh. for the chop." It is ridiculous. And then they just stared at each other, and Walter left. Yeah. And mm. I, I kind of like that. I'm here, I'm here waiting, and they just never do. And I like, it. and it's building up the suspense. I would. I'm at the point now where I hope they don't come into any sort of contact with each other until mm. Mania weekend. Because this is really old school stuff. This is like proper like no touch <laughs> until the match. Like I loved it. I, I thought that it's a great way to build that feud. It builds up the mystique of Volta. It keeps Pete strong. He name dropped how long he'd held the title for. It's like 694 days at this point. And I'm like, damn. 
It's which started a you can count chant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can count. You can count. You can count. You can count. Uh, like, it was. Uh, it was. It was great again. And Volta, like again, the whole fun of that whole point was like I remember starting a chant. I wanted to start a chant about Vianetta. Um, I was going to start a Vianetta <laughs> chant, and uh, I just couldn't. Okay. I could. I just thought because he's from Vienna, and I thought it would work. But I was scared. <laughs> Like, even where we were, I remember thinking, like, he looked up at us at one point, yeah. And it, maybe not necessarily us, but I felt his stare directly into my eyes. I couldn't, I was just like, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna kill us. Um, and it is Sid Scala. Thanks, Brian. I remember so. Uh, so, yeah, that match is happening at NXT TakeOver New York City um, over Mania Weekend. Uh, they are really building that show. Um, they're really building that weekend to try and take away as much as they can from AE Dub and stuff. Quick aside, so on the front row, we'll see what happens when it comes to the actual tapings. There were two people there on the front row that were wearing all elite, oh, sorry, all in t-shirts. Um, I went in in a yeah. Bullet Club shirt and I put a moustache mat in one and put it over because I thought I'm not getting kicked out. Um, but those particular people actually were wearing other shirt t-shirts and then took them off. Uh, do you guys think that they're going to be on the show? Uh, do you think that we'll see those all elite wrestling t-shirts I swear the camera went over to them but I won't be surprised if they cut it out so I remember seeing like chill crowd kind of pan along the barricade looking at all the front row seats I did see um, one of them where they went up until the point of those guys in the AEW shirts and then back up to the other part (laughs) just they did not go past him at all yeah, and if you've just paid that much money um, before, like, uh, to be actually seen, you'd be pretty pissed. But it's your own fault. If you go to the event trying to cause crap, yeah, you know what's going to happen. I went to I went to see SmackDown years ago, and it was just when Edge and Lita were um, when that was happening, but no one knew. Like, it was just dirt sheet stuff, and I took a sign with me that said, "Eat a Lita is an Edge head." Now. Obviously, yeah. I've, I've, I've. That shows on the network here. Yeah. My stupid face is there. I know I'm on the front row, not front row, on the um, ent- uh, entrance way, and like all of my signs when I was watching when we were there at SmackDown because this is back when SmackDown was taped as well. So you could see I had this big green piece of paper which to start with had words yeah. on it. And then as I changed different signs, it then became just a, a green blur. Um, all my different signs because. They didn't like it, uh, so you can probably see they will get glossed over for the whole show. They'll probably show us more than they'll show those people, and that's what happens. <laughs> uh, show me the cheap seats, damn it! They're wearing yeah. mustache mountain. <laughs> they're wearing them. They're wearing them merch. Uh, uh, it's uh, yes, Brian. It is. It this is going exactly like Taz and Sabu not touching for a year before their actual match in ECW. Stuff happening around the side, but not actually happening. Built like actual NXT is. For like three months. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember the last time something like that happened. Is it the last one I can think of? Was um, was it like Big Show v Ryback or something? Yeah. Where they had a rule where they weren't allowed to touch each other, and they kept trying to show off how strong they were. Yes. And I think yes. one was like one was like bench pressing, and then Ryback just pushed the, the, like, the dumbbell down on him. <laughs> and because yes. You know, they're like choking him with this piece of weightlifting equipment, but technically he wasn't touching him. <laughs> And it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna so, do my I'm just gonna move my arms like this, and then if you get hit in the face, it's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I want now. Two and Pete done to see how much they can bench press <laughs> next week on NXT UK. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a challenge. You have to drink five pints of ale before I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who can make the most of you? Can- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, who can who can stay awake on the night bus the longest? Uh, uh, that's... <laughs> We're gonna have a race to town on the fourteen bus. <laughs> I got the fourteen A. I'm slower than you. You got to swipe for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, next up, um, after that signing, we had um, my boy, no no relation. Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams <laughs> facing off against Fabian Eichner. Yes, it was Eichner and Marcel Barthel. Um, again, yeah, the heels, the people, Volta's boys, um, Eichner and Barthel, who have been um, tag team. Uh, we've seen them on NXT um, and I believe they're on NXT UK before. Um, and they're facing off against Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan, the... I don't know the cultural appropriation boys, and they were uh, they were they came down dancing to banger music, and I this match was essentially the piss break match, but the the weird thing about it was is that again Eichner and Bartel who were doing really healy stuff were were the ones that were getting the cheers. No one cared about Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams. Um, I want to ask you as a generic, like the winners of this match were Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Yeah, they snuck it out. They just about won. Uh, yeah, the th- cheeky roll up, I think, if I remember right. Yes, cheeky roll up, which didn't even seem cheeky like a three count. Yeah, and then they ran it. Uh, so Eichner and Bartel, um, just as a generic, these guys, um, Walter's guys, seem to be way more over than the than those guys were. Um, do, do you think that it's a British thing where we really, truly like the heels more? I would be surprised. I'm not sure if it's particularly the fact we like the heels more. I think it's more the, um, the, the, the pair that won. I, I can't even remember their name because they, they just look like the sort of team that you see on like Monday Night Raw getting squashed by the Revival or something when they first got called up. They just... They didn't look like they were going to be... It looked like it was just an easy... Another squash match for us to enjoy. (laughs) And then they just suddenly came out with this... Out of nowhere, which probably shocked us more than anything. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, it was. It's weird. I think. I think it's not even that we like the heels more. I think that we just respect tal- like talent and skill more. So, if, if there's a really impressive maneuver, it doesn't matter if they're a heel or a face. We'll tend to cheer for them. Um, and most baby faces these days that they have they are cut back on what they're allowed to do. So they might not be doing flashy stuff. And so we'll automatically kind of veer towards the um, towards the heel. It's weird. It's weird. But yeah, uh, for some reason, Kenny and uh, Kenny and Amir Jordan won that match. Uh, now, next up, we had um, hmm, 
uh, Kaylee Ray debuting. I believe she'll be debuting. That'd be a debut. Kaylee Ray, unless she debuted last night. Uh, sorry, on Friday. Kaylee Ray facing off against Isla Dawn. Uh, what did you? Like, very strong style match. Kaylee Ray, Nator- uh, again, former World of Sport Women's Champion, the first World of Sport Women's Champion. Uh, what did you guys think of these two um, in their match? Uh, Kaylee Ray did win the match, by the way. Um, they were both they were both very impressive. Um, I feel that the, it, the crowd wasn't so much into the match. I'm not sure if it was just because, although the entire event did feel quite short, there were a few occasions where I think the crowd did kind of lose momentum a little bit, or just tired. You know, like after like so many good matches, you just the crowd begins to get a bit more tired, and yeah, I don't know. It it, it feels like it was all in terms of audience involvement as mm. much as the other matches. Okay. Um, what, what about you two, man? Because, I mean, at this point, obviously, we were probably about two hours into the... Well, for us, we'd, we'd been there since six, literally since doors. So we'd been there about three hours at this point. Um, what did you think of this match? Because these are two people that you've probably never seen before because they're quite, quite new. I can hear partial words you're saying, but you seem to have disappeared. So, oh, man, man. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think there's just a bit of a... I think we've got a bit of a network connection, but don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so what did yeah. you think? Yeah. I think we lost one. Yeah, I think <laughs> we lost happened. one. That's all right. Oh yeah, that's fine. Um, we'll 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 move we'll move on then. I think. Oh, one, yeah. I think we've. Uh... Yeah, I think I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. I think. Yeah. Oh, I think we're back. I think it, I don't know whose network is either mine or your guys is, but one of ours is is dipping around. But it doesn't matter. We'll just keep going. It's we'll do it live. Damn it. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Do it live. Screw it, we'll do it live. So, yeah, and as uh, Nathan was saying, the ICW Women's Champion Kaylee Ray, two great Scottish wrestlers, they were. Um, really, really good match. A very, very surprising, um, not a very surprising finish, sorry. Kaylee Ray massively over um, with the crowd. But again, it just, it seemed a little subdued, but it's probably just because we, we've seen so many and we were so almost like tired uh, mentally and physically from those. Uh, so, um, yeah, the next, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the the next match we had representing Gallus um, was Joe Kofi uh, facing off against the other member of Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven. Uh, so Joe Kofi, Trent Seven. By this point, I wasn't like I wasn't. I was getting a little bit. <laughs> I, I was a little bit tired as well. You could tell. Um, but Joe Kofi, Trent Seven. Um, what did we all think of this match? Um, I I specifically said that with with this match, um, I I felt it was uh, Trent Seven. I don't really understand the appeal that much, but I definitely like to go for a pint with him. Like that, that's the kind of feeling. So he is just he is just. It seems to be his kind of gimmick is that he's just one of the loveliest men in the world. Yeah, I remember <laughs> there was a um there was an autograph signing when I went to Download Festival, and he he was there, and he was just one of the nicest chaps. Like every, I think it was um all of British strong style, and I think Pete and Tyler they were kind of just signing theirs and moving on, having a little bit of a chat. But uh, Trent seemed to spend a little bit, little bit more time than the others and have a little chat with everyone. It's just the little things, yeah. 
quite nice. Hence why I have a massive love for Trent. It's a lovely, lovely <laughs> chap. He is a and lovely I think I like. Uh, I think my favourite part of this match was that it brought back the chant from earlier on in the night. Uh, but mm. instead of having his own face on his arse, he has, he's got a moustache. We ignored the face. Ignore the one in his face. Let's focus on the one on the arse. <laughs> exactly. Because I wanted to start, he's got a moustache on his face. And then I realised, wait, no, <laughs> you guys are actually right. He does have a moustache on his arse as well. Um, <laughs> Everyone is chanting about the arse. So we're ignoring the face. <laughs> I think we found out that the whole NXT UK universe, men and women included, are all ass people. So uh, that, that's good. That's fine. That, that's what it that's is. That's really ass. That, that's what it is. Saying, what even it is. even at the there's a match with Tommaso Ciampa, and there's a very drunk woman behind me who started chanting, um, "Your shit, but your ass is fit." And he was just <laughs> I remember just hearing cement, that one. Just cemented your theory that the UK wrestling fans are obsessed with. Any oh, wrestlers that, ass? That, that's what it is. That's what it is. End Thank of the God day. we never saw Rikishi live. <laughs> <laughs> would explode. <laughs> the, the fandom would impl- implode. I, 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 uh, <laughs> uh, I would take us on to the next match of the evening. So, oh, sorry, Trent, uh, 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 Trent Seven, again, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I like him all, uh, as a person. I think he's okay. Joe Kofi of Gallus beating Trent Seven um, in this match and uh, Kofi looking strong, Seven looking strong. Uh, but, but yeah, um, I, I, mean, I mean, I thought we would have seen, and this is something that Juan Boy said, that potentially we had um, Trent Seven facing off against... Uh, uh, against James Drake earlier on. So potentially we were going to see the, the other member of Grizzle Young Veterans. Unfortunately, we didn't see Zach Gibson in action, but we did see him later on. Uh, we then had uh, the Kiwi buzzsaw Travis Banks facing off against Cassius Ono. Uh, and uh, it was a bit of a, in my opinion, bit of a crap match. I, I didn't like it that much. I, but ono was good. It, it got better. Um, it, it did get better as the show went on. But um, what did you guys think of, of that match? So we got Cassius Ono facing off against... Um, oh, Cassius Ono facing off against uh, the Kiwi Buzzsaw, Travis Banks. There's another rerun I've seen Travis Banks on the... Is it the second UK tournament? Did he get to the... Was it the semi-final or the final? I can't remember now. I think so, yeah. I remember him getting quite far. I, mean, I did behind him during the uh, UK tournament. And I, I, I do really like him. But then I saw that he was against Cassius Ono. And I think it's his reputation from just normal NXT, where they've kind of just destroyed all momentum. They'd get a little bit and then he would lose it. And now he's came... Here, I'm, I'm just not a fan of Ono's move. Um, like it's... Oh, I think I might have lost you there again. John's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Juan, is, Juan is gone. But uh... at, at this point, I think I was just a bit, I think I got uh, just a bit tired now. I, I was just really waiting just for the main event mm. at this point. Yeah, I, I think I think that the, the that... show went on a lot longer than I was expecting to be. It's not like in a bad way; just wasn't expecting to be that long. Yeah, yeah, that that's something that. Money's worth. 
Oh, yeah, we straight got our money's worth. Yeah, like, there was a guy sitting next to me. I mean, he had his kid with him, and his kid was seven years old. And at one point, he lit. It was about this point, actually, of the night. He was like, how much longer is this going to go on? He's only seven years old. Um, that kid yeah. was loving it. That kid was loving it. But, yeah, it was. we definitely got our money's worth. And this is something that Brian said, um, that most of those shows are three hours. Like, I've been to, like, a Raw um, or a SmackDown, like, live show, and they normally come in at about two hours or so but it just felt surprising um that it was going to gonna go that long um and we did get it straight to basically the kicking out time um now uh we then had uh so travis banks winning that match against cassius ono um cassius ono um again i don't really like travis banks that much i don't know what it is about him um, he is a good wrestler i just don't like him um and that will come into our segment later on that we talk about but um we then had a uh, viper come out um in a in a squash match i'm gonna say it said it once viper in a squash match against yeah. killer kelly um and um she killer kelly basically just a victim for viper traditional squash match someone coming in and being beaten quickly and quite quite succinctly doing a little bit of an exhibition as to what their maneuvers and what they can do um and after the match uh so obviously she won after the match we had ray ripley just out of nowhere appear and slide in and try to take out viper um and yeah. viper yeah, yeah, and Vi- Viper it tried to get her into the ring, but Ripley stopped and didn't. Um, what do you? Like, obviously, this is a match that's being built up now. So, um, what do, what do you think of Ray Ripley facing off against Viper? And what what do you think of seeing Viper? Actually, forget all that. What did you think of seeing Viper in action? Um, we'll start with Chimax. I think Juan. Surprising. Oh, surprising. Actually, I was mm. quite surprised with um, how much she could actually do that in a, you know an offensive way, but. Yeah. You know, she could do quite a lot to what I expected she could. And it was a really good fight. So, I mean, yeah, we saw, we saw Ripley earlier that night as well. So I, I thought it'd be, I think it'd be a really good match. Yeah, uh, I have to totally agree. It was um, surprising, but a good match, um, a really, really good match. And that's all you can really ask for when it comes to um, someone like... Um, someone like viper she is really really good um it's just hard to kind of explain that to people until you see her in action she has a very similar kind of samoa joe kind of feeling to her in that you look at her and you don't necessarily think that she can go but that's part of her charm and she she is really good and if it was someone like her in the nia jacks position she would kill it but she is so viper is someone who has been in um been at icw and all over the place and her matches that are the triple threat matches that she had in world of sport i thought were fantastic absolutely freaking fantastic uh now so that match will be happening soon we can tell now we're almost at the end of the card um we then had a uh, joseph connors facing off against jack stars um juan was telling me that joseph connors was part of the um of the last uk tournament um i didn't really know that much jack stars looked like i don't know um i don't even really remember that match but joseph connors did beat jack stars so do you guys remember anything about that match i no, i think i may have used that as my toilet break match I think I may have. I did as well, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys did, yeah, didn't that you? Was. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I think that did have a toilet break match vibe to it, and we, yeah, I just took the chance. 
well it basically yeah. goes to show what we thought of that match so um and we kept get, we're getting told that and coming up soon is going to be tony storm in main event action but they did that so many times i think this is the point that those two guys were like yeah we need to go to the toilet now because it's not happening um and <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, and I, I totally agree. Um, we then had one of our favourite segments of the whole evening, which is blatantly going to be used on TV, which was um, UK Tag Champions, Zach Gibson, and it says here, actually, this is really funny. So I'm reading these results off Wrestling Inc. here. There's loads of errors because, like, this is just someone that's thrown it in. So at some point earlier on, I'm just going to, because this is funny, because you should go check this out, because obviously we were there, but I'm just trying to remind myself. Um, there's a point where they say, oh... What did it say? Uh, really funny. I just read it earlier. Oh, so they call Gnome Dar, Noam Dark, because obviously someone's done this on their phone to so autocorrect. But at this point, it, I'm just looking at it and it says, um, there you go. NXT UK tag champs, Zach Gibson and James Gibson cut a promo about <laughs> Jordan and Kenny Williams. Yes, the legendary Gibson bros. Right oh. over there with the Hardys and the Dudley. <laughs> Exactly. Liverpool's number one Gibson boys. Uh, actually, I don't know what accent that was. That went to South African. Uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake were out there. Obviously, because they look they look dapper as hell. Obviously, because of earlier on in the night and um, the the talking of James Drake and his ass and his face on his ass. This is where the evolution happened. Then, so it was it now went from you've got your own face on your ass to just ass face, <laughs> just ass face. People just chanting ass face. Um, I loved it. The uh, the right hand was holding up our shoes, and the left hand was just pointing and yelling ass face at a man. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it was fantastic because for those of you that haven't seen Gibson before, uh, it's shoes off if you hate Gibson. So um, luckily one boy had worn essentially sneakers for sneaking and he was able to get his shoe and he quickly handed me one of his shoes because I was wearing boots <laughs> with too many laces and stuff. And so yeah, we're just holding up these shoes and then shouting arse face. Um, absolutely fan bloody tastic and zach gibson isn't a heat magnet uh and he he thrives upon it and if you ever watch a zach gibson segment it is you can't hear him the whole of the arena is trying to shut and he doesn't care and he doesn't well he does care because he loves it but then he'll just keep on chanting uh uh what did you okay so being in and i've never i've seen zach gibson ever um on five star wrestling i see him on loads of other stuff i've never been in the situation when he was there but how close do you think that was to t what it's like on tv guys i think oh. i've only seen zach gibson once or twice like when he won i think he won the uk tournament and then when he had his tag team match against Mustache Mountain for the titles. And mm. he's, I say it is probably spot on. It's exactly how they show it on TV. It's exactly how it is live. It is. Everyone in attendance despises the man. <laughs> it's not even that, like, we, we love to hate him. He is the guy that you always, always, always want to have, like, in your corner, like, if you want to be a heel, because he just does it. And he uses words that he knows will be thrown back at him. So at one point, he called us all divs, and then we went, div, 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 div. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's really specific. <laughs> it's really specific British humor. He just has the crowd in the palm of his hand, and even as a face, yeah, like because in Five Star Wrestling, the stuff that he said were face things, like these Americans coming over here stealing our jobs. But he, and like the crowd realistically were like agreeing with him, but then he'd call them something stupid, and then they'd be like, "That's it. We hate you. We actually do hate you. You said some right <laughs> yeah. things, but the majority of this is wrong." Um, and he he reminds me of like like Ms. Bliss, like when she did that. And I'm gonna because I've, I've got my Alexa still on. Listening. Um, and when she when she won the elimination chamber last year, and she was like, "I'm so happy. I'm so glad." Because you know it's it's all down to you guys, but I hate you anyway, and it doesn't matter. I did this all on my own. I'm the best, uh, and she did it within like yeah. one sentence. Yeah, and then she turned around. Just none of your dreams will come true. <laughs> yeah, I know. So okay. <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's the mark of a true heel. That's a mark of a true heel. She's Alexa. Cheers. I know. But thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Like I, I was rooted for you for about ten minutes, um, <laughs> and then that um, after that after that little promo, they cut a promo basically about Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams winning that match earlier on as against Eichner and Bartel. So by doing that, they attend, allegedly may have a future title shot. Um, so that could be quite interesting. The Grizzly Young Veterans said that they want to make the NXT UK Tag Team Championships the only championship, the most vital championship in all of the WWE. And I can see them doing that and that, that this is a really good chance for us to see Gibson... Drake, not so much, because I don't really know much about him. But Gibson, really, this is his chance to shine. Um, and let's see what they can do. There's a really healthy tag team division within the NXT uh, UK brand. Let's see who else comes up against them. So, for we... And then taking us to your main event. Now, I already kind of picked that it was going to be this person facing off against Tony Storm after what's been happening with them on NXT UK. But it was WWE UK Women's Champion Tony Storm facing off against Ginny um, for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Now, uh, most... Mostly during this match, um, it seems as if there was no heat. Tony Storm came out to a massive pop. Uh, this was like, and uh, uh, this was about ten forty, at ten ten thirty to ten forty in the evening. So this was like main event, main event of the card. Uh, what did you guys? And actually, watching this match, there was a, the little kid next to me, seven year old. Um, his dad at this point was a bit like, "I need to go home. Why are we still here?" Uh, and but he was a bit of a fan as well. He was appreciating some of the chants, and his kid kept going, "Is that a submission, daddy? Is that a submission, daddy?" Uh, because it was a submission like free for all night. Um, what did you guys think of this match? Um, and what do you think of both of these wrestlers? Uh, I'm a pretty big fan. Yeah, I'll say I'm a fan. Um, if I'm going to look... I'm trying to remember it now because it was late and I was drunk. Um, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I'm, I think it was Ginny that... I think most of that fight, I think, was really in control. I didn't really see Tony until like, the very end. Like, she really picked up. But um, overall, I thought it was a, it was a decent fight. I was, I was a bit... Um, Bit disappointed overall when we waited that long just for that, but it was it was alright in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It was um quite it's yeah the it weird 
Uh, maybe it's, maybe it was the loss of momentum from the event going on for too long. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loved loved Tony, especially when, uh, at the the result. But it's just for just I guess everyone was a bit tired. End of the day. Yeah, I, I think Not it is. Memorables. I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, it, it's she. She really. She came out and after the match. Um, so Tony Storm obviously defended her title and won, but um, at the mat, end of the match, she kind of spoke about how she was so happy, you know, that the UK had taken her in. Really, really, really babyface promo, um, and it worked again. Tony Storm, very young as well, still loads for her to do. Um, she, uh, she, it was a really good match between the two. We've kind of seen that match before. Someone's eating cereal, I guess. So I could hear you opening it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you doing? I, I'm not doing Sorry, anything. I need some water. Oh, okay, that's all right. Oh, it's ice, so that's fine. Can we hear the drop? Give us the drop. <laughs> <laughs> drop those cubes in for me, nice and slow. Uh, uh, it was, it was, it was really, it was a really good match. It is Tony time, um, Nathan Wallace. It was, it was, it was really good match, but. It, didn't feel special like it, I, th- I think like, for us that was really nice to see that um, and I've, I, it's great to have seen Tony Storm live um, but it didn't feel like one of maybe her best matches um, but it was just a Tony Storm match she is still NXT UK Women's Champion and I guess that is a good thing so that was the whole of the card um, we've there was stuff that happened on the Friday night which um, and Ginny yeah Brian Ginny is the perfect heel for Tony that's the thing Ginny's the perfect heel because she's very much like Queen Bee and everything the fashionista uh, so so that was the whole evening that was everything uh, Tony Tony Storm retained with Storm Zero and uh, yeah so so overall, on the whole night, I would I we're gonna give it I guess a general rating. We'll give it a rating out of five. And so my rating out of five uh, for the for the whole show, um, and this being the live show and everything else that came with it, I'm gonna go give it like a like a four like a four four to a four and a half out of five because. Like, yes, we didn't see everything we wanted to see, but as a general experience and watching it live and as a live event, they put on a goddamn show. Um, what would you guys give it out of five? I think purely just wrestling, I'd probably go three and a half, but then like the, how into it the crowd got and even in some of the, what you'd expect to be some of the quieter matches, the fact that we were still able to, create enough atmosphere to make it a really entertaining night i'd give it yeah four four and a half overall okay. yeah i'd definitely agree with four i think yeah but not amazing matches there's some good ones but with the atmosphere and how i think went i think definitely yeah i think four is right about right okay so um so that that's that that's most of that now i um Obviously, as is now tradition, I guess, on this show, um, we're going to do a segment, and I haven't got a chance to actually cut the segment out, but it's, um, I guess it kind of got born on one of the other Hot Take Roundtables, but it's, um, whose face don't you like? Because there's, sometimes you'll see a wrestler, and you don't know why. You can't really like put your finger on exactly why, but you just don't like their face. So... I think from this particular show, um, I don't like Travis Banks' face. I don't know why. 
So that, that's just I don't like. His, I just don't like his face, and it's it's not that I think he's ugly or anything like that. I just don't like. It's like I look at him and I just don't. There's no interest there whatsoever. So guys, uh, who from that show whose face didn't you like? Oh, definitely Dragonoffs. I did not like his face. I was like, again, I don't know why he came out. I heard the music. <laughs> I had decent music. But I was like, oh, I've got this dumb face. I, I don't know why, but you just you don't like his face. A bit of, um... He looked a bit like what was the uh, assassin in the uh, bat in the Batman series? One that always like marks himself every time he assassins assassinates someone. Oh, um. Oh, I don't know. Uh, someone in the chat helped me out. I th- not Killer Croc. Oh, I know who you mean. He's a. Uh... Oh, dang it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He- he's like a serial oh. killer, and he's. Wait, let me see. Oh, I know who you want about, but I don't know the name. Yeah, Dragonoff just gave off that vibe of him. I think I, I watched Gotham and I see him in that. I can't remember his name now. It's really winning me up. Arkham Asylum. I gave off that vibe. Oh, do you mean the guy who plays jo- the Joker? What, uh, Jeremy? Jeremy? Jeremiah? Whatever. Or the actual... One second. No, it wasn't the Joker. It's um, it's a, it's a bold guy. Can't remember his name. It's going to really wind me up. No, it's, it's not. Really get to me. <laughs> it I swear is. he was in the Arkham City game. He's one of the people you have to get, but I just can't remember his name. Can't remember. Wait, I'm it's going into. Not escaped you. It's not Hush. Oh wait, is it? Oh, serial killer Thomas Elliot. Well, we'll find that. Someone has help us out in the chat. The stream is getting a bit laggy. <laughs> Brian, I don't know yet if the stream's laggy because someone potentially may be downloading stuff in the house and not told me, or um, if. Uh, it's just because of Discord. It could be Discord, actually. Discord's giving me a bit of jip, um, but we'll find that soon enough. Um, we're about to end it anyway. So, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, it is really laggy. Actually, I'm looking at keeping an eye on my um, on the stats here. But, but yeah, we'll end this now. So, um, other than that, um, I was going to very, very briefly talk about um, some of the releases that have happened over the past weekend. We'll talk a bit more about that in the weekly wrestling recap later on. Oh my god, they, they, it's going out to 800 kilobytes a second. Someone is blatantly downloading in the house. Damn you, Electric <laughs> Baker. We don't need more episodes of QI. Now, uh, so... Uh, <laughs> you always need more episodes of QI. Leave. Uh, Everyone loves Stephen Fry. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Thing is, yeah, I'm looking at my drop frames, and I have 39, 40% drop frames for this show. It's been a fantastic day to start with. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, actually let's just give it a second because I'll just keep see if the stream does get back to us. Um, but yeah, other than that, let, so some of the releases that have happened, um, TJP has been um, has been released, um, which I guess is just a good thing. Ty Dillinger, his release has actually gone through now um so he will be um he's leaving and then a few of the nxt guy sorry um 205 live guys they're all in alumni and stuff um do you think that this is and i just wanted to as a general do you guys think that this is because of all elite um and do you think this is a good thing i think the tjp is a shame as he was like the first cruiserweight champion in the the new era of the Cruiserweight. It's a shame to see him go, but at the same time, he won that title, so much momentum, and then it just dropped instantly, and he's never really picked it up. Um, Ty Dillinger, I will miss. I love Ty Dillinger, but mm. on the main roster, he just became really bland. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, what about YouTube, man? Like, obviously, people are getting released now. Um, do, do you think that it's a good move to get released um, and try to go to another company? Uh, hmm, that's a bit of a weird one, really. I'd definitely say that I think AEW's definitely had a, uh, an effect on people leaving lately. Not, mm. not saying everyone's left for that reason, but definitely something to keep in mind is, yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't really know. I don't, I, don't think, I don't really watch wrestling enough. To be able to go like, yeah, definitely this and that, which is which partly is my issue. But okay. uh, don't really have any much of a stance on it besides that, to be honest. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it on. Uh, well, obviously, there. Well, we're gonna pretend. We're gonna hopefully Zaz. There, Brian Walsh has just given us the answer. It's Zaz. Zaz. Thanks. Uh... Thanks, Brian. There you go. It's Zaz. I've just been trying to search for it on Google. It didn't work. Thanks, man. See, look. You're the real MVP there, Brian. Uh, uh, this, I wanted to ask one question um, in relation to AEW. We're going to try and go there. We're not sure if we're going to get tickets, but the Royal Albert Hall show, which may potentially turn up, may happen. Um, we're going to try and get tickets to that. But I wanted to ask it as, as a generic kind of question. After going to that show and seeing NXT UK Live... Do you think that that has sold the concept of going to live wrestling for you? And will you look at wrestling differently from now on? Yeah, definitely for me. I've always enjoyed it. I always only watch like the, you know, the main events like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. I didn't really watch anything else. But now like after that, I'm like, yeah, I definitely really want to watch it. And I've always really enjoyed NXT more than just standard WWE. Like, uh, I can't remember, I think it was when I was in Scotland on holiday. Was it War Games we watched, Juan? Yeah, it was War yeah, Games, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I absolutely loved that. That was brilliant. War Games was class. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like, stuff like that, NXT, I just find it's just so much more entertaining to watch. Yeah, I think it's the fact that it takes up less of your time as well. Yeah, like, definitely. What yeah. if watching Monday Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live? I think I watch them on like YouTube highlights, <laughs> but NXT and NXT UK, I'll actually sit down and I'll watch the full episode on the network. Okay. Yeah, no, no, that's good. That's cool. Like, um, and thank you very much to both of you guys actually for inviting me into the asylum that evening. Um, it's one boy who went picked up the tickets, as I said, um, and m reminded me that it was happening. And uh, so it's down to those two fellows. We we we, we did drop one of the members. We didn't drop him. He dropped himself. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> uh, we were going to be joined by someone else, but unfortunately, they weren't able to join us last evening, uh, yesterday evening. But. Yeah, um, I'm going to then, I guess, before you guys do your outro, because I haven't even done my, didn't even do my shilling today. Uh, so if you want to help support the channel, you can do that by, have I got it on this one? Oh, come on. Damn it. Damn it. Well, I'll just, I'll just have to say it then. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash foul to get yourself paid with the foul and original merchandise. If you want to rep the foul massive, I can't believe I started saying that. Buy a t-shirt. <laughs> It's only twenty dollars, 
and also <laughs> tonight <laughs> and it all goes to me and also um if i can get this without dropping everything um i bought some merch from the show and so um i bought a mustache mountain t-shirt which you are guys are not having that is mine but i also got this which um if i can get it show it to you folks on this stream if not i'll show it you in the weekly wrestling recap but um it's a piece of it's not here it's not here i don't know where it is but it's an armband it's an undisputed era armband and uh i'll be giving that away uh, i'm gonna figure out how i'm gonna do that um and we'll have a little bit more of a discussion that in the weekly wrestling recap later on tonight um and that's at 8 p.m to 9 p.m gmt and of course you can also help support the channel by going to fouloriginal.com when you go to fouloriginal.com you will see my big old bird i see some of my big old bird face you can go ahead and click spot the channel i went to it too fast there uh, you go ahead and click spot the channel and when you see that um you can uh donate in two ways there is a donation button via paypal you can click that button it will take you to a paypal donation page once you get there you can go ahead and say i don't know give me five dollars damn it this is gonna sound weird <laughs> five dollars and say with me everyone check the box and make this a monthly donation that helps pull my content on the regs that's file originals news round file original wrestling and all the other bits and bobs i do on the internet if you want to make it a one-off that's totally fine as well just untick the box and you can stop that monthly donation anytime you want to now uh now i've forgotten which was the original oh damn it oh damn it oh it's this one uh, there we go there you go i got it. it no i haven't ruined it i'm back so uh so yeah thank you very much now I'd like you two to both, um, you've got 30 seconds to say whatever you'd like. Um, thank you very much for joining me. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll start with, we'll start with Juan Boy, Juan Boy. Okay, um, I don't really have anything to plug aside from my Twitter. So it's at Juan Boy 97, that is boy spelt with two eyes, no Y. Oi! <laughs> One boy, one boy, and uh, you can uh, also um, you can check him out. Um, yeah, on that Twitter, uh, it's it's really really fun. Now, also uh, original Chin Man, would you like to give us a little uh, little pull of your boogie? <laughs> would you like to oh, give us a little plug? <laughs> If uh, you send any money to Foul, please make sure it's uh, you put in the description it's for me, not him. Uh, but other than that, oh, yeah, I've got my Instagram, Original Chin Man, and it's literally just me. Sometimes I might post something else if I'm doing something special, which is like never. But yeah, that's what I've got. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah thank you both for joining us yeah Brian uh, support the indies lads that, that's what I want to do next I want to go and see some independent wrestling I'm going to try and figure out how we can do that um, but if you want to help support this channel then of course you can do that by <clears throat> thumbs upping the video and uh, that really helps me in the algorithm and also <laughs> you can you can subscribe to the channel share this video out and about tonight um uh, we were doing weekly wrestling recap between 8 and 9 p.m. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Uh, there's a few bits and bobs that I wanted to, but maybe I can't talk about them. I don't know. Uh, but uh, that is all for this evening. Um, there'll be stuff coming up on the screen very, very, very soon. And if I can do this, where are these ticks? Oh, damn it. Okay, bam, bam. There we go. And I think we're just going to have some outro music. And that will be that. So if I find the outro music, that would be helpful. Do you guys want to say things while I try and find the outro music? Uh... Ah, you're on your own here, mate. <laughs> yeah, this is you, mate.
damn it. Luckily, luckily, I've got the music already ready because I'm classy. So thank you all for joining. And let's bring this out. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8 p.m. GMT. This has been a foul original podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.